1460 KXNO's Thirsty Thursday continues now as we head north to Whiskey River and Ankeny for the Cyclone Fanatic radio show powered by Mechdyne. Now, here are your hosts, Jared Stansberry, Brent Bloom, and Chris Williams. Welcome to the Mechdyne-powered Cyclone Fanatic radio show live from Whiskey River in Ankeny. I'm Jared Stansberry. For the first time, I think, the entire year, I'm joined at the beginning of the show by Chris Williams and Brent Bloom. What's right up, on, fellas? Right Hello. on time. Right on time. Well, you know, I'm trucking here from downtown. Bloom is coming from Ames. Yep. And uh, we make it. Where were we here? You're here. I'm, I've been here both times this year. Uh, so is Bloom. He, I mean, he was a little <laughs> bit late, but uh, he, <laughs> the he was show here. started. No, last week. Yeah, la- that's what I'm saying. All right. All right. You know where being late doesn't cut it is if you work for the fine folks at Mechdie. No, on time. Yeah. On target. Good good guys. Appreciate yeah. their uh, sponsorship of the show. It's good to be here. Uh, what, what do you have in store for us tonight, Jared? Well, we're going to talk about some Iowa State basketball to lead this Yay. thing off. Is that an exciting Cam Lard, he's oh. the, didn't care, tear his Achilles. It's he great. Didn't, didn't tear his Achilles. That is, uh, that is good news. And then I figure that me and Brent will fantastic take, news. take a look around the rest of the Big 12 and uh, in the second segment. And then we're going to talk some women's basketball to close the show. And obviously there's uh, no better people to talk women's basketball with than you guys as well as uh, Cyclone Fanatic women's basketball reporter Connor Ferguson. C-Dub's got a big-time call on Saturday. Yeah, I can't wait. That's... I'm looking forward. Do you, you do you wish you were having the call? No, I'm, I can't wait to. Are you going to go watch? I'm going to go watch it. I'll be there as a fan. I mean, seriously, we'll get into it. But if, you can, if you're bored Saturday and, you know, weather's not going to be great, but come watch the women's team. Like, this is their biggest game in a long time. I can't wait. And it's, I'm so excited. It's a chance where they're really good this year to play Texas, a top-12 Texas team at home. And win. And win. I would say if there was like a line on it, Iowa State has to be close to favorite in that game. I agree. I'd say like yeah. three and a half, four. They don't really do that. But I'm just this team is fun. Why not Vegas missing on I, no, I, <laughs> I just started kind of scouting Texas last night in bed because I was so excited. I was just skimming over all their stuff and this is a huge opportunity for sure to make some noise nationally. I mean, they're just a, I was such a really fun team to watch, and I can't express enough how cool it would be to get a nearly full house at yes. Hilton Coliseum on Saturday. Nobody likes, you know, losing to Texas anyway. Get out there, support them against yeah, and the big you, bad guys, and see it, what happens. And do it because you hate Tom Herman. Right, right. Well, is it? This has to be the biggest game at for the women at, at Hilton Coliseum. Yeah. In. Uh, since seven probably or eight the last years, time they beat six Texas years, yeah. There, when I Texas mean, was a top five team, but that wasn't that big going pre-game. into the game, right? No, I agree. Know? I agree, Jerry. This goes back to the Allison Lacey team. I think yeah. you got to go right. five, six, seven years before the, this, this be, pregame hype before a game for it, sure. It'd be bigger than any game that I ever covered. I, I, I think, think so. When I was on the beat. Yep. I mean, I, they were never at the point where both top twenty teams. Connor, I don't. Connor uh, is doing an awesome job. I, I love the work he's doing for us on it. I was telling him on our way in, really good year to get on the women's basketball beat. Because, like, this team is so much fun to watch. And they just do it. And it's funny. I feel like we're just mimicking the same, like, lines at Iowa State anymore over. But, like, they're versatile. They're multiple. They do it in different ways. And there's always the segment of basketball fan who says, you know what? It's women's basketball. I'm not into it. Give it a shot. I mean, I honestly, give it a shot. And even if you don't, 
if you if you say that your love of Iowa State, like because Iowa State fans like. They're just Iowa Staters, and then everything yeah. else. Go sure. there, and you'll feel the pride that you that you feel with the other stuff. Yeah, that's my that's my sell, um, and it's a great family atmosphere. It's very um, a lot of people anymore for since the Hoiberg years can't afford to take a family to yep. men's Big Twelve game. This is affordable. You can sit down low, and it'll be a rowdy atmosphere. You should, you should turn your mic down. I don't want to listen to your nose. No, <laughs> this is like professional Jared the radio Jared, guy yeah. over here. No, I, just, I was listening to you breathe straight into your microphone. Thank you. I was like, no, come on, come on, Bloom. I, I'm uh, an amateur here. Uh, all right, let's talk men's basketball yeah. then. Uh, obviously, the, the game on Tuesday against Baylor was frustrating in a lot of different ways. Bloom, we won't break your heart and sit here on, and crap on the officials for the entire season. No, they missed a couple. It's part of being on the road. A couple. The, yeah. They, yeah. They, <laughs> just leave it at that. Yeah. They no, the couple. end of the game thing, like, yeah, that's probably a foul. Yeah. You're not going to get it. I mean, very rarely is that. Called. Oh no, I I did. I mean, that's the, what I, I the, said. From the, the jump beginning. ball was weird. Yeah. I mean, that probably should have been a reach in, and then maybe it doesn't even get to that point. But yeah, I there's more to it than just officiating. Oh no, that, sure. there obviously yeah. I mean, there definitely was. I I think Kirk Collins' piece that he wrote today for Cyclone Fanatic was was really good. It did a very good job of explaining, you know, there's just an entire situation yep. of, of the game and the yep. kind of the everything, all the variables that went into it. And um, it is it is just so hard to win on the road in this league. And I think that we saw it again exhibited last night where West Virginia has a 15-point halftime lead on Kansas State. Right. And they still can't leave Manhattan with a win. And, and I know... I know every you know you go out and you beat Kansas by 17 points and everybody's riding high and then you go up against a Baylor team that's eight and five, you know, pro- by far probably the least talented Baylor team that I can remember in, yep. in quite a while, and you go down and lose. And I understand what the disappointment of that, but at the same time, like, it, when's the last time someone went undefeated in the Big 12? It it doesn't yeah, happen. Yeah, never. It, if ever, it's it, never it, happened. Yeah, it's never happened. So like, don't like don't get your there's too many people, I think, that got their idea of what the season was going to be way out of out of whack, and then this loss, like all of a sudden, it felt like Armageddon. Yeah, and it, you know, I think one thing, and Jared, you'll appreciate this. That's given me more perspective, other than getting older, which that helps. But being a fan of the NBA, you realize that basketball sometimes can be random. Yeah, and not everything just bounces your way. This is not college football where the best teams in college football generally win the game. Right. I think there's a little more randomness to basketball. Now, Iowa State had their opportunities. Iowa State did not play well at all. But it gives you a little more broader perspective when you follow a team. You know, I know you follow the Sixers or, or whatnot, where things happen, the ball doesn't bounce your way, and sometimes basketball is reliant, as simple as it is, on the ball going in. Yeah. And obviously it's up two. They have a bad shot that doesn't go in. And then, you know, the jump ball doesn't go their way. It probably should have been a foul when Shayok gets that rebound. Wiggins had a shot to separate. Didn't go in. But there's stuff that happens where in the Kansas game, everything went right. Where that Holland's piece is really good. In that Kansas game, Iowa State makes over 50% of its threes and turns over Kansas more than they've been turned over in a long, long time. Some of that is credit to Iowa State and what they did. But basketball has a, has a degree of randomness where then you go down to Baylor, stuff doesn't go your way. And it, that's just the way it is, especially on the road. The human factor comes in with the officials, 
and it, it, it just didn't break Iowa State's p- position. But that doesn't mean Iowa State's still really good. Yeah. And I don't think you can you can you can focus on one game in Waco on a Tuesday night as you know all Iowa State's opportunities gone now. That doesn't help, and certainly would have liked to win that game. But there's still plenty on this team's table, and even if you look at the net ratings that came out today, Iowa State's still in the top 20 for the net rating. They're still everything's still ahead they, of them. They dropped one spot. In yeah. King-Bomb. And then after they went, the and then they went up. They went at three after last night. Like they're back up to I think seventeen in the net rating, which is the new NCAA thing. There's nothing holding this team back. If yeah. they hold, if they hold serve at home, and then win, you know, another four games on the road in conference play, which is still very possible. Three. I mean, even if even you win three, three more, you could yeah. still play in Des Moines. Like Jeez, we I, saw them beat win it. Fog Allen two years ago. Right. I mean, like anything is. And Kansas loses games like that. Now, th- what's frustrating is Iowa State did not play well at all and still had the game, a chance to win it, and that's where you're looking at. But I, I still I, think this team has a lot ahead of it. I like the word bloom that you used in random. Like, I rewatched the second half. I didn't watch the first half again. Um, there were so many just bounces that went Baylor's way mm-hmm. in that game. And I'm not even. I thought the one really bad call was the jump ball. Yep. That's the one that pissed me off, and yep. that I, 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 I venture to say you won't see a worse call all year. Like that is the kneeing charge of, <laughs> was, of this. It was not quite that bad. This was a terrible call. Could have been a reach. However, other than that, like it, just little things like this, the ball bouncing Baylor's way. Um, multiple times. Lindell having his foot on the line. Like, just yep. random. Or even a miss, that missed free throw. Yeah. That yeah. never goes. So, and that's never an offensive rebound. I, I think, like, if you compile a bunch of them together, like, one of them goes Iowa State's way, they may win. So, I don't know. I I, I think I'm one of the – I don't want to speak for you guys. I didn't I didn't exit the Kansas game going, oh, this team's going to win the Big 12. Uh-uh. Um, just because I've seen enough games at Hilton where you're like, oh, they look really good. You don't want to overreact to it. It's game two in a really long season. So I, I kind of still – I think a lot of the fans, though, and the reason we saw a lot of that, they, they, they saw that, and they go, holy crap, we just dismantled the number five team in the country. This looks like a real – and I, I agree. I think – and I've said it all along. I think this team, if everything clicks, which is very rare – it has an upside that, yep. because of its defense that yeah. we haven't really seen, but there's a lot that has to happen. And I thought the Baylor game, if we're being honest, we saw, um, we saw what we all thought we would see when Lindell came back, and that's a coach that has a tough, tough task Literally. right now, Jared, Not great. of juggling all these guys. And it, it was go- there was going to be a feeling out process with this, yeah. and we saw it. I thought on on sa- on Tuesday. Well, and I think you and I can talk about this more later on. I think from that game last Saturday, now that we're almost a week out from it, I think we can take more away from or about that Kansas team than what we can, uh, than than what we can about Iowa State. To be completely yeah. honest, and we can talk about that more later yeah. on. But my thing, my final thing with the Baylor game, is to an extent too. I think you just have to tip your cap to the Bears. Because they go out, shots. I mean, they're a 68% or whatever That's it is, point, free throw Jared. shooting team. Yeah. They shoot 80, 85% from the line. A guy in Devontae Bandu, who, give him credit, he was one of the best scorers in the country at the junior college level a year ago. He Hadn't was shooting something like 28% from three and was yeah. two, for his last 15, uh, two, two for his last 15 from behind the arc going into that game. And then he comes out and hits his first three. And you're like, and I mean, it's just one of those nights where maybe the, they figured it out a little bit and they just, they were having a good night shooting the ball. And there's that randomness factor to it where it's like 
And I know Ted Flint always brings it up that there's some random dude who will go off on Iowa like State that. from three. And it felt like that it was ha- what happened again on uh, on Tuesday night. But it's, at some point it's like, yeah, I mean, basketball is well, just a weird game sometimes. Well, look at even last year what Iowa State did to some teams at Hilton Coliseum. And that wasn't a great Iowa State team, as we all know. But mm-hmm. they, they demolished West Virginia and Texas Tech, two teams that were really good. Beat them by double digits at Hilton. Not, not completely apples to apples there, but... You know, Makai Mason shoots it well, uh, and they got some stuff going with people that didn't shoot it that well all year, and then you're in a dogfight. And then, yeah. as Kirk Holland really pointed out, I thought it was really good. When you get in the last two minutes of the game, it's a one-possession game. At that point, it really is a coin flip. That's what pissed me off about the jump ball, because if that's a foul like it should have been, Iowa State wins the game. Right, and but you the, the, and you still you have get, to get that off of that rebound that turned into an offensive rebound on the yes, no, I, I, I totally agree. You know, like that's Absolutely. where I'm, but, but like, this is where that was a terrible call. It was no, I'm, I I agree, but that's where when you get into those close games I, yeah, late not, on the road, that's I, what happens. But for the record, I, Iowa State deserved to lose that game with the way that they played, but that call pissed me it off. It did because that should have never well, been a what, what is Iowa State down eight at one point in the second half came yeah. back. I mean, they fought back. The, that last five minutes of the first half were atrocious. Twenty-four to nine. Well, well, Baylor couldn't miss, half. too. Like yeah. you said, give them, what, they hit like nine shots in a row yeah, or something like that? Nine consecutive shots across yeah. the half. So, just, get, like, tip your hat. Just like you can't crown Iowa State after beating Kansas, you can't bury just, just bury them after Baylor either. It's remember, Baylor only lost by like three to TCU. They beat that. Arizona. And they beat Arizona on the road. So, so it's so. like, they're not terrible. I, yeah. I think people see them and they look at that team and they're like, I don't see a... Motley, I don't see uh, Jones. A, a, I mean, I don't see any of these high-level guys. And Pierre Jackson. Isaiah that's Austin, not a team that's going to finish in the top half of the Big Twelve, I don't think. But at the same no. time, their Ken Palm was still respectable. Would you be shocked if they went on a run and made it to the NCAA tournament? No. Still, all those guys I'm, are saying eight Big Twelve teams. Like Baylor could easily be in the top yeah. eight. I mean, especially with the way it, Kansas State's been up and down, even West Virginia, it, the way they've played. It's just frustrating in that Iowa State beats Kansas handily and was clearly, I thought, talent-wise, had more talent than Kansas, which yeah. doesn't really, hasn't happened in a long time. And then Dope goes down for the year, and so you're thinking, this is it. This is the chance that Iowa State can maybe win the Big 12 and the run. And then the very next day, Iowa State lays an egg, relatively speaking. At I'll make way. another point. Um in defense of Solomon Young, because he didn't look great. Well, first of all, if you're killing Solomon Young, knock it off. It was the guy's first playing time all year. A long time, right. Um, he was bound to be a little bit rusty, and still, like, there's no such thing as actual game reps. And he's, you know, in January 10th getting his first ones of the year. Um, and because of that, I think it, uh, in defense of the Cyclones, I think if, the, if, if Cam doesn't go down, they win that game. I agree. By a couple of possessions. I, I really think he would have. Against that Baylor team, he's a big difference maker. Well, I think my thing with Solo right now is it's it's not that he doesn't look like himself. Cause, I mean, he, he does. The things that he's doing are still the same things that Solomon Young yeah. has always been able to do. He just doesn't look like he has the explosiveness back. And I don't know if that's just from his surgery that he doesn't, yeah, hasn't regained that. Yeah, the guy had a serious the, surgery. Yeah, I mean, he his injury was probably worse than what a lot of people realize. And, Absolutely. Uh, and. I think that as the year goes on, that will come back, and then next year I'm sure that he'll have a very good senior season and be back to the same guy that we knew before. But, I mean, that we talk about the talent on this team, and it it brings up something that you kind of mentioned, just the juggling act that Coach Prohm has to do. It's hard. And and I, you and I have talked about this already. The, the fact that Tyrese Halberton wasn't in the game down this stretch, I, I thought that that was noteworthy. 
just because of the fact that he had been the team's most consistent three-point shooter throughout the year. And in that moment, I know he airballed one earlier in the game. It's another one of those weird things. We haven't seen him do that all year where it, it, I would want to ride with that guy when he'd played sure. him in the position he played himself Can in throughout the season. Can I make a quick point, though? Um, no matter what, if any game Iowa State loses this year, people will question who Prome has. Yeah. It. That's oh, what yeah. happens They're when you have a point. lot of dudes. And that's why I said it's just a tough task for Steve to juggle that. Well, and then, you know. Because Hort- nobody was talking about that with Lindell playing 17 after the Kansas game, you know. And, and, and Horton Tucker makes those two threes in the second half to get Iowa State back in it. So you're not taking that guy off the floor. I'm not Nor sure you're taking you. Lindell off the floor. Nick Weiler Babs, your senior. Like, who do you. Yeah. Like, you can't play six, so somebody's got to be out. And at that point, it was Tyrese. And I agree. I mean, it's like, I wanted that guy in the game, but. Yeah, they've got. They almost have like one extra half body there, and so somebody's going to be on the outs every single game. At the end of the game, it's just a matter of managing expectations, and uh, you're not taking Shayok out either at this point. Y'all can call me a Steve Prom shill. You can say whatever you want. There's one thing that guy has proven me of his time being here is that he's really good at developing chemistry and egos and all that stuff so it maxes out in mid-february and i i don't think it'll be any different with this team because i i think that those guys if they didn't if they haven't started to see it yet they they will be that when they come together as a whole and it's we over me still that from bill finley yep they're pretty damn good and they may be a top 15 team in the country but when they start doing the and I'll call Lindell out because there was a lot. There was some hero ball going on there, and I frankly don't blame him because he had to do that last year. Okay, like he had to. It's the only way the team could score. Mm-hmm. Um, when they figure that out, and I think Steve will get that through their heads, they can be really damn special, and I think that they will. I still think that this team is a second weekend NCAA tournament. It's team. still Lindell's fourth game, so there's time. Yeah, and he's still January. he's coming off an injury too. Yeah, look like, get there. I, I'm still really high on this team, and I, I don't think you can let a Tuesday night in Waco affect the God perception no. here. How horrible of a place is that to play? Yeah. Um, have you been there? I'm going in a couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Good luck. To, and, uh, Brett Cooper. Have you watched call. HGTV? Like the uh, I, yeah. I'm aware of the. Yeah. I, I thought about Chip going and to have my dinner there. Chip and Joe. That's I'm a, aware of that. Yeah. <laughs> Should I go and have dinner there? Do they have a Do they have a restaurant? Yeah. Yeah, it's like really famous. It's like, like why it people Magnolia, go to Waco? Uh, whatever. Do they have Uber in Waco? I bet it's. Get, well, it's, do you think they could take me out to the the cult place? Uh, <laughs> out Mr. to the Branch Koresh? Davidian yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I compound? Mean, what, when in Rome? Well, I mean, I, it's not there anymore, is it? Yeah. Well, it but down. I can still <laughs> see it. It's history. The, no, okay, you, yeah, you go you to the field. There. I read a book on that. Oh, okay. I watched a documentary about it one time. I've watched many. Di- I was that it was, was like one, one of my. Of, I was to say that was one of my infatuations. That was too. one of my things. I was on, obsessed with that for a while. On a positive, not that Chip and Joanna aren't. Dr Pepper was invented in Waco. Dude, the thing is, the fascinating thing about the Branch Davidian thing. Here we go. No, like in Bryle's second book, he wrote about that. Like when you go and try and get somebody who's not from around there. It's like what they know about. Yeah, like when you're mm-hmm. like, hey, why don't you come to Baylor? Where's that at? Waco. What? The Branch Davidians? Like it was a massive hurdle for them 
Probably gotten a little better now. They've changed the image. Maybe, well. I think they've got some bigger hurdles to go over now. (laughs) Think about that. Oh, yeah, they've got their own issues. But think about how hard that would have been. A couple. We're still talking about it now. That's the only thing you know about it. What year was that? Like 94 or 3. Yeah, right around there. The guy from Friday Night Lights uh, portrayed uh, David Koresh. And he was phenomenal. Yeah, in, I, when, when you, phenomenal. When you come back from Waco, I'd love your impressions. Well, I'll give them to you. All right. You, 93, thank you, Easy e back at the KXNO studios. Wow, that's a long time ago. but yeah, I wasn't even born yet. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I want to tell you guys about the fact that Carl Chevrolet is the number one five-star platinum GM certified pre-owned dealer in the nation. Means that they've got that continued commitment to excellence. You can purchase your next GM certified pre-owned vehicle from the best, and their platinum quality care means you never have to worry. Period. They don't just rubber stamp your car is certified. A lot of others do it. They just do mm-hmm. the rubber stamp. Mm-hmm. Not at Carl Chevrolet, and their success is due to the constant process of doing things right every day for their customers. Repeat business, guys. Repeat business. Over fifty percent of customers. Prove it. Carl Chevrolet, I-35, exit 90 in Ankeny at The Rock. Are you going to sing the jingle, Bloom? You sing the jingle? I can't. Bloom? We can't do Jason Brown. That, I, I can't. I can have a better read than that. What just that was. Hard to miss. Right the there. Rock. Did you ever watch uh, The Rock, the movie? Yeah. Sean Connery. Yeah. Have you seen that one? I have not seen that one. Oh, my gosh. One. It's a classic. Nick Cage. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's a really good movie. Yeah. All right. It's, it's no The Rock, but it's a good it's movie. It's a good movie, though. Why don't yeah. you guys bring Connor on next? I thought, okay, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, yeah, I think it'd be great. Connor. He's eating dinner. Connor just scarfed down a burger. It looked like a patty melt. Here at Whiskey River. I think it'd be great to get Connor on um, some prime time here on the Cyclone Fanatic Radio All right. Show. We'll do it right after this. You're listening to the Mechdyne-powered Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show. On Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 Kicks. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the nationwide keyword SUPER to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply in this nationwide contest. That's SUPER to 200-200. Hey guys, it's Chris Williams saying thank you to Mechdyne. Who is Mechdyne? I was asking the same thing just a couple of months ago, and then I met some people who work for this fantastic company that is based out of Marshalltown. It was started by Iowa State graduates who are now hardcore Cyclone fanatics over 22 years ago. Mechdyne is not only the premier audiovisual and IT service provider in central Iowa, but also around the globe doing business in six of seven continents. They'll bring that global expertise along with local support to help you implement AV technology for conference rooms, classrooms, auditoriums, sports venues, or really just about anywhere you want technology that actually works the way you want it to. So check them out today at mechdyne.com. That's M-E-C-H-D-Y-N-E.com. For the second straight year, Whiskey River, located in Ankeny's Prairie Trail District, is the home of the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show for the Iowa State Athletic season. Whether it's a Saturday night out with the bros or lunch with the family, Whiskey River and Ankeny's great food, drinks, and friendly service makes it the perfect spot for any occasion. Whiskey River's wall-to-wall TVs make it the perfect place to watch football, baseball, and every sport in between. 
Plus, you can always join the Cyclone Fanatics staff to talk Cyclone sports on Thursday nights from 6 to 7 at Whiskey River in Ankeny. Hey guys, it's Chris Williams here wanting to tell you about my friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clive. Now, as you all have come to expect over the years, Nebraska Furniture Mart is known for their great prices, awesome leadership, impressive selection when it comes to you know appliances, electronics, flooring, window treatments, of course, countertops as well. Well, now they've taken it a step further, offering the whole home solution, and they've got a full line of custom cabinetry. Come out to their store in Clyde. Meet the design sales staff to get you that new updated kitchen that you've been looking for. The staff will help you through the entire project from flooring to the cabinets. Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clive, your kitchen and bath remodel headquarters. It's time to start a new year in a new Chevy at Iowa's number one dealer for all brands, Carl Chevrolet. Right now, all 2018 and 19 Silverado 1500 Crew Cab LTs are supplier priced. Or get up to 16% off select 2019 in-stock Equinox models when financed with GM Financial. Plus, with the largest inventory and selection of new Chevrolets in Iowa, over 2,100, the selection has never been better to choose from. And with more incentives on all new Chevys than any other dealer in the area, let us be your dealer for life at Carl Chevrolet. Find new roads and experience why more Iowans drive a Chevy from Carl Chevrolet or find details and pricing online 24 hours a day at carlchevrolet.com. Carl Chevrolet, I-35, exit 90 in Ankeny at The Rock. Your dealer for life, Carl Chevrolet. Cyclone Fanatics, the job world is a competitive place, and at all times you need to dress for success. This is exactly why you should stop into Mr. B Clothing down at 1995 Northwest 86th Street in Clive and see my buddy Tim Sitzman. Now, Mr. B Clothing is a longtime supporter of CycloneFanatic.com, but is also unmatched when it comes to the men's clothing game in Des Moines. The Mr. B staff is friendly, fun, they're very knowledgeable, and trust me, these guys will get you looking good for that next job interview, wedding, or just your everyday wardrobe. When you stop into Mr. B Clothing, be sure to tell them thank you for supporting CycloneFanatic.com. This is Dr. Peter Buck, board-certified orthopedic sports medicine physician. For the past 25 years, I've had the privilege of providing care to Cyclone Nation varsity athletes on the sidelines and courtside. The physicians of Iowa State McFarland Sports Medicine are the official team physicians for ISU athletes. My colleagues, Dr. Greenwald, Dr. Warmy, and I specialize in orthopedic care for athletes of all ages and levels. Need a sports injury evaluation? Find out more at McFarland Sports Medicine or call 515-239-4475. Hey guys, it's Chris Williams. We're in the heart of football season now, and I got to tell you, I feel a lot better than I did a year ago, and I owe a lot of that to Dr. Kruger at the Ames Eye Clinic. Also, uh, their Des Moines location is, they're called Des Moines Eye Care in Des Moines. Same guys, really great eye doctors. I never thought that I had eye problems. I don't really have problems seen or anything like that, but I was suffering from chronic headaches. I mean, it was nonstop. I always had a headache. And I think a lot of it was because I stared at a screen all day. Dr. Kruger took a look at my eyes, took him about a half hour, and he knew exactly what was wrong. Prescribed me some glasses that now I use while I'm on my computer, while I'm working for you guys at Cyclone Fanatic all day. And man, has it made a difference. I'm even sleeping better. I challenge you, if you have a problem like this, any sort of eye problem, to Contact our friends at Des Moines Eye Care 
and the Ames Eye Clinic. You can check out DesMoinesEyeCare.com or AmesEyeClinic.com. I would encourage you to do this and tell them that we sent you. Tell them thank you for supporting what we're doing here at Cyclone Fanatic. Hey guys, it's Chris Williams here to tell you a little bit about me away from the microphone, and that's the love that I have for my daughter, which is why every year in August I head to the Iowa Clinic Men's Center to get my annual physical. Now, I'm only 33, and luckily I'm a healthy man, but this is all about preventative medicine. My daughter relies on me, and I want to be there to watch her in t-ball games, dance recitals, and God willing, be there to walk her down the aisle. Small decisions that we make today greatly impact our future. My friends at the Iowa Clinic Men's Center are here to help. Visit them at iowaclinic.com to find a doctor near you, which shouldn't be hard, as the Iowa Clinic Men's Center has locations all over the metro. You know, if I say something, I mean it. These things happen. Welcome back. It's a Cyclone Fanatic yeah. radio show powered by Mechdyne. You know who this is, Brent Blue? Uh, Meek Mill. It is not Meek Mill. <laughs> G-Easy. G easy. Okay. I have a fact check for you as well. Please. From the from the Twitter. Kansas went sixteen and zero in Big Twelve play in two thousand one, two thousand two. Okay. So that would have been the uh Collison, Heinrich, Drew Gooden. Pretty good team. Sense. That Pretty was good a team. Some, really good team. They did not make the final four though. They did not make the final four. That was the year uh Maryland won it. Yeah. Yep. Maryland won the championship. But that does mean that no team has gone 18 and 0 in Big 12. Right, because that started five years ago, six years ago. Well, it would have been right after the expansion. The, those, yeah, those, com- those teams yeah, left the yeah. league. That's that a long time ago. TCU, Doesn't feel like that long ago. So Kansas lost. They got swept by Oklahoma State last year, right? Yeah. So not the end of the world. Gonna be all right. Would have been nice to have Tuesday night, but get back on track against K State Saturday, and then. Plenty ahead. We're welcome now, or joined now by uh, Cyclone Fanatic intern Connor Ferguson. He's our beat reporter for the Iowa State women's basketball team. What's up, my man? I'm doing good. How's it feel to be on the Cyclone Fanatic radio show? This this is the biggest show I've ever been on. Oh, well, it's <laughs> probably true. Yeah, yeah it, I mean, it probably <laughs> is true. <laughs> no, just, yeah. Hundreds of thousands of listeners yes, out of there course. right now. Yes. Uh, across the world. Yeah, across the world on the, this uh, is my on the iHeartRadio world. app. <laughs> Uh, and the cycle podcast many, feed. Many listeners as the viewers for the uh, Outback Bowl. Uh, just for reference. Of just course. for reference. Yeah, just yeah, for course, reference, of course. Of course. <laughs> uh, obviously, Iowa State has a huge game coming up on Saturday against Texas, 4 p.m., right? At Hilton Coliseum? Yep. Yes, sir. And you are, you're on the ground day to day covering this team. And, you know, for I covered them for a long time, and there was. A couple teams where they would have like one good player, you know, that could really carry you on some big games. Chris mentioned before the win that they had over Texas a couple years ago, where Nicky Moody really carried them through that one. They had a win over Baylor that was that way. Hallie Christofferson, I think, yep. led this led them to a couple wins uh, in that same light. And this is the first team that I've seen since I've been close to the program where they are. So balanced. They have that great player, but then they have all the supporting pieces around her that they need in order to be super successful. Yeah, I mean, you talk about having, you know, that one really good player, and Bridget Carlton has been just that for Iowa State. Uh, three straight games with 24 points or more to start Big 12 play is just unheralded uh, or unheard of. Um, and 
But what I was looking at, and I was looking at the roster last night a little bit and just doing some prep work on Texas, but Iowa State has some players that are playing the best basketball of their career all right now. You know, Alexa Middleton had that injury uh, at the beginning of the year. She was only being able to play, you know, 16, 20 minutes a game. She's playing 28 now uh, with no fatigue. You can't even barely tell uh, that she's tired out there and just another game with uh, six assists last night, I think. And Kristen Scott, the last two games she's played, she's shot perfect from the field, which is the third time she's done that this season. No one's done that in Iowa State women's basketball history more than once. So to see, you know, all this coming together on the same team is just insane, especially after the year they had last year. And as good as Bridget is, I do think that the difference maker might be Middleton just in the way. Just relieve some of the. Right. They've had those good point guards, and she can score. They've had those good point guards these last couple years, but those, those girls were all. They they were scorers more than, as much as I know Nikki Moody's the all time leading well, leader in assists, but I mean she is a distributor as much as she she is a scorer. Well, and let me let me throw this out at you because I've been thinking about this. This team reminds me a lot of the George, Monte, Naz, and Matt team, where you know what made George really good is he didn't have to do it himself. Now he could if he wanted to. But he always had Monte. I mean, look at that. Look at that Iowa game when Monte hits the game winner. Like he's got help. And so, as good as George was, what made him really good was the cast around him. So even the the, the Big Twelve tournament where they 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 won it, it was Dustin Hogue had some contribution. You had you know Nas Long step up at at one point. Monte played well. This team's deep and they've got bodies. And so I would say you know Bridget Carlton. You just nominated for the Naismith Award. Yet, if she's not on, like, look early in the game yesterday. She didn't play great in the first quarter. Yet you had Mayor Burkhall step up, make a couple shots, and then, you know, Ashley Jones scores 22. As Bill Fenley said last night, and, and, and Connor speaks to this a little bit, you know, last year it was Bridget go do something. This year it's like, okay, we have Bridget, but everybody else around her can do something as well. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, Bridget had five points in the entire first half last night, even mm-hmm. with Iowa State's uh, monstrous second quarter, and they all came on in the second half, and that's when this team is really dangerous, is there's nights where uh, you talked about that team with uh, George and uh, Monte and all yeah. that. Uh, the team, the the 2016 team, Prom's first year, right. when they had uh, Burton, Matt Thomas, Naz. Monte and yep. Naz. Naz uh, sat out, but yeah. And yeah. Yeah. We were trying Most we were waiting uh, a lot of the year to see when all four of those guys would be Play together. shooting well on the same night. This team shoots well on the same night, like consistently. It's mm-hmm. ridiculous. You know, the second half last night was just all out dominance from Iowa State it, and they just pulled away. And that's the thing, is they're not just beating teams right now. Destroying I mean, them. they're just so that's a sign of a really good team. When you can not only you know win close games, that's great, but when you're up 38, like they've won both home ga- home games by 38 points, that's just unheard of. Mm-hmm. And obviously it's Saturday will be a different test, and Texas is is really really good. So I'm telling you, like get out and watch it because it's it's fun basketball, and that's a it's a huge opportunity for Iowa State. And by the way, in women's basketball, you can host. So if Iowa State could somehow finish, you know, in the top 15 nationally, and they're, they're right there right now. RPI is number two. They could potentially host the Hilton Coliseum, and then who knows what's on the table after that. And I think this team, you look around Nash, you know, NCAA, Connecticut's good. They just got beat by Baylor. Baylor's good. Notre Dame's really good. 
you've got some really high-level teams as always, but there's not a you know a Brittany Griner Baylor team that's just gonna destroy everybody no matter what. So yeah. I mean, I was just just as good as a lot of these high-profile programs right now. What do you think, Connor? Uh, well, yeah, looking at and looking at the bracketology uh, every week when it's coming out, Iowa State's always being slated in that Ames slot, you know, and that's insane to think about, you know, coming from last year they went seven and eight right. at home, right? And now they're eleven and zero this season. And point. coming into this Texas game. And I did want to say, I mean, you guys were talking about this might be one of the biggest games Iowa State has played in years. This is, I think, the best position they've ever been in going into a game against one of these, like, you know, I, I have, like, a tier system in women's basketball. Usually the top eight or nine are pretty good, and they'll, sure. they're will sure marginally Just better than the next tier. For sure. And this is their get into that tier two game. And I don't think they've been in a better position going into it against yeah. one of those teams that's like ranked tenth, eleventh. Definitely not since Allison Lacey and yeah. Kelsey Boltu are around for sure. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna rain on the parade for a second. Please do. I just need, I, Tall guy. I just have to rain on my parade. You're talking about the the fact that they're all shooting well at the same time. Bridget's obviously playing at such a high level. How concerned are you guys about the fact that? Not that they necessarily hit a peak too early. No, that's fair. But maybe just the the uh, the hitting a wall factor of things. Do you, like, do you get what I'm kind of saying? Yeah, no, for sure. So I don't want to speak for everybody here, but the nice thing is if you look at some teams, women's basketball, men's basketball, both in the last five years, they'd have a set six, seven, eight at max rotation where this team, they've got more options. So... Like Carlton goes like one of six from the floor to start the first half. Yet they're still up twenty at the break because then Ashley Jones, Maddie Wise picks it up. You've got Kristen Scott picks it up. So even if they have Carlton slow down, Ray Johnson's played really well the last three games. They've got more bodies to to get in the action. And Nez Nezakwa has the capability to score fifteen on a given night. So there's just more people there to you know drought preventers. And I always said that about. What made Fred's team so good was all five of those guys were not going to have a poor shooting night at the same time. And when they did, it was the UAB game. Guess what? They lost. Like that. That that's a, always a possibility. But and more I think often there was than more not, factors than just them not <laughs> shooting very well. Thank you for simplifying. <laughs> but more often than not, at least two of those five will play well, and, and then the defense is good enough, Connor. And I think that's kind of overlooked for Fenley's teams. Is look what they did against TCU yesterday. Decent offensive team that I would say pretty much shut down the first half. Yeah, and that's uh, Finley talked about that a lot in his presser last night. Is how good of a defensive team this is, and that you know Ashley Jones when they brought her in, they don't want her to just be a spot up shooter like uh, similar to what Middleton was at Tennessee, mm-hmm. uh, and just catches the ball from Bridget and shoots threes. They're having her guard some of the better players in this league, and she's done a good job of playing against them and trying to shut them down. And uh, Bill even called her a better defender than Bridget last night, like straight up. So. Yeah. That's they're, pretty cool to see. Yeah, they're good. I'm, I'm telling you, man. The if other there's thing. anybody I trust to get it done, it's Bill Fenley. I'll, I'll say oh, that. Oh, and he loves his club. Like, you could tell yeah. he's, a, he's a good dude, but you can tell he wears his emotion on his sleeve a little bit. He likes this team a lot. I mean, I would say he loves this team. And they, they're they 13-2 and two right now, top 20 nationally, but their RPI is second. This team's in a place that Iowa State women's basketball teams haven't been in some time. And, you know, not to be... Too honest, but the audience at Iowa State game women's basketball is getting older, mm-hmm. and so I encourage people like if you have a family, it's a great place to go. And Saturday is an awesome appetizer to see what it re- could really be like. And, and I think they've earned 
support from a gigantic Iowa State fan base. Well, and when this was always my thing with with women's basketball is when you get two good teams, the it is high level basketball. For sure. Like the it, there's a lot of shot making, you know. And the thing that I think that makes it kind of interesting and it appeals to, on some level to the demographic that that <laughs> it largely follows Iowa State yep. women's basketball is that the athleticism that neutralizes some of the skill in the men's game is not quite there, which is what makes it so a freak, like someone who's just, you know, an athletic yeah. freak like a Brittany Griner. Yeah, that's how, why she over. can be so completely dominant is right. because it, it, there's nobody else like that. It's so predicated on the fundamentals and just being able to make shots and play the game, quote-unquote, the right way. Then, you know, it, it's basketball almost in its purest form to to an extent. Yeah. And if you just love basketball, I promise you, if you go out there and you just – you enjoy it, you appreciate it for what it is. You will have a good time and you will enjoy it, and especially for a game like this on Saturday between two really good teams. Well said. Then you trade, you kind of trade the dunks for threes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, for every big dunk you see, like a uh, blow the roof off the place three pointer that gets the whole crowd on their feet just the same and is worth one more point. And the atmosphere gets fun. It does. It does. And I'll, and I'll say this, and we can, we can move on, but Iowa State is really good at supporting something that they're proud of, and this team has earned the right. For this fan base to be proud of it. I mean, just look at what they did for the football team, carried it to the Alamo Bowl. I would n- love nothing more than to see 11, 12, 13,000 people for that game against Texas because this club, Bridget Carlton, on either side of the aisle, men's, women's basketball, is one of the best players to ever put on a uniform. And this opportunity against a top 12 Texas team, and she's been so good lately. I think I think they 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 deserve an awesome crowd on Saturday. You have the most perspective on this of anybody that I would know. Is she someone that could get her her name in the rafters? You completely. Think? Yeah. I I mean uh, there was a good discussion I think I saw on on Fanatic this week. It's like where does she where is she at? I mean right now she's seventh all time in scoring. She'll probably get all the way to two or three if this year goes as well as it probably will. And but she does everything. I mean I think she's right up there. With your your Angie Wellies, your Megan Taylors, she's right there. And celebrate her while we can. I think Bill Fenley said it well in a, in a podcast today with John Walters. It's like sometimes it happens, and you look back later and go, "Well, that that we didn't appreciate her for what she was, or he or she for what they were when they were they were playing." This is an opportunity to see greatness in person. And Bridget Carlton's playing a level right now. It's greatness in person. And if you can go watch her, it's it's literally. It's George Niang. It's Fred Hoiberg of women's basketball. She's that good. And I would hope people appreciate her while she's in the Cardinal and Gold before she's now. After this, she'll go play professionally. She'll go play for the Canadian national team. And she'll be a Cyclone, yes. But you've got now seven games, seven home games left to watch Bridget Carlton. Get out and take advantage of that while you can. And I saw yesterday that she's right now, I think, mocked to be like the 11th pick in the WNBA draft this summer. which is And she's just good people, like good student, good person. Easy to talk to. I know Connor's had a chance to interview her. Just easy. What Iowa State should be about. Humble, down to earth, and yet really filthy good on the basketball <laughs> floor. So can't say enough how, and I know people aren't, you know, it's women's basketball. It is what it is. But that's that's high-level basketball and, and well worth the price of admission. And by the way, I think you get tickets for Texas. You can get like two tickets for like five bucks on Saturday. There you go. Connor, thanks for coming on. Look forward to your coverage on Saturday. Yeah, I'll be there. Thanks, guys. Sounds good. We will be right back. We're going to talk some more about some Big 12 hoops. You're listening to the Mechdyne-powered Cyclone Fanatic radio show here on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. 
Hey guys, it's Jared here with another message from MechDime. Are you looking to jumpstart your IT career? Or maybe you're a student looking to earn some extra cash? Well, listen up. MechDime is currently looking to hire both full-time and part-time IT help desk agents to respond to and help troubleshoot client IT technical issues. You can get your foot in the door at an awesome company with a super fun culture that I've seen firsthand with my own eyes. So go visit the career page at mechdyne.com. That's M-E-C-H-D-Y-N-E.com. Check them out today. Hey guys, it's Chris Williams here wanting to tell you about my friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart and Climb. Now, as you all have come to expect over the years, Nebraska Furniture Mart is known for their great prices, awesome leadership, impressive selection when it comes to you know appliances, electronics, flooring, window treatments, of course, countertops as well. Well, now they've taken it a step further, offering the whole home solution, and they've got a full line of custom cabinetry. Come out to their store in Clyde. Meet the design sales staff to get you that new updated kitchen that you've been looking for. The staff will help you through the entire project from flooring to the cabinets. Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clive, your kitchen and bath remodel headquarters. Hi, this is Dr. Thomas Greenwald, board-certified orthopedic sports medicine physician. For over 25 years, I've taken care of ISU athletes and am an official team physician of Iowa State athletes. I'm a proud supporter of Cyclone Nation. As an orthopedic surgeon, I specialize in musculoskeletal care for athletes of all ages, from high school to collegiate athletes to adult weekend warriors. Trust McFarland Orthopedic Sports Medicine and my colleagues Dr. Buck and Dr. Warmy and I for extraordinary sports injury care and rehabilitation. Visit us on the web at McFarlandSportsMedicine.com. Go Cyclones. Hello, Fanatics. This is Chris Williams. There are few financial commitments you will make in your life that are more important than where to get your mortgage from. That's why I want to tell you about my friend Jason Larson at Gershman Mortgage in Ankeny. Here's a real review from a client on Facebook. Jason was amazing to work with. He kept in contact with us where we were at throughout the whole process. When we went to sign, he had coffee and donuts for us that morning. He was super kind and helpful, and we said we would refer him to anyone looking to buy a home. Now, that's just one review. Jason Larson, Gershman Mortgage, and Ankeny is an equal housing lender. Their NMLS number is 138063. Give them a call at 515-554-6177. Please tell him that Chris Williams and Cyclone Fanatics sent you. Did you hear... Carl Chevrolet has been named the number one five-star platinum GM certified dealer in the nation. What does it mean to you? It means that we have sold more certified Chevrolet, Buick, and GMCs than any GM dealer in the nation. Again, it also means you can put your trust in us. A Carl Chevrolet Platinum Quality GM Certified Pre-Owned Vehicle provides you peace of mind knowing that your vehicle is held to the highest standards. That's the trust and security we provide every customer every day. This is what sets a Carl Chevrolet 5 Star Platinum Vehicle apart from the rest. Find new roads and experience the Carl Certified difference yourself at carlchevrolet.com. Carl Chevrolet, I-35, exit 90, in Ankeny, at The Rock. Your dealer for life, Carl Chevrolet. 
Ever since the first footballs were made of pigskin, there's been a connection between football and pork. Today, that connection thrives in parking lots, where you'll find everything from spicy spare ribs to bacon-wrapped pork tenderloin being served at tailgating parties. Once again, without pork, football just wouldn't be football. This message is brought to you by the Iowa Pork Producers through the Pork Checkoff, who make tailgating more delicious. Learn more at iowapork.org. If the recent storms have left behind surprises in your basement, Royal Flooring is here to help. Hi, I'm Bill Ludwig. There's not much you can do to prevent water in your basement. It happens to a lot of us, even me. When it's time to replace your carpet, though, you can choose to shop for your new flooring from locally owned Royal Flooring in both Altoona and Urbandale. With our huge selection from Mohawk Flooring, great service, and free expert in-home measuring, you'll love everything about your new flooring and installation from Royal Flooring. Maybe even the reason you need new flooring in the first place. Well, maybe. And while you're shopping for your new flooring for Mohawk Flooring at Royal, keep in mind that Royal Flooring is locally owned and a part of the same communities in which we live. They're most concerned with helping our customers get back the home they love, not about profit margins. Not only will you find an incredible selection of Mohawk Flooring at Royal Flooring, but also the best and most competitive prices. Shop Royal Flooring today in Altoona, just off 8th Street, next to Hy-Vee, and in Urbandale at 100th Street in Douglas. ShopRoyalFlooring.com. This is Iowa Diamond President Chuck Kuba. After 20 years of serving engagement and wedding couples, I can't help but reflect back on the thousands of wonderful folks we've helped and ask myself, how can we be so lucky? Is it our incredible ring selection or the quiet private atmosphere? Then came the epiphany. Out of all the people in the world, we make you feel like you are the most important people in the world. Because at that moment, to all of us at Iowa Diamond, you are. Visit us at iowadiamond.com or in person anytime. You'll see what I mean. Welcome back. This is the Mechdyne Powered Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show, live from Whiskey River in Ankeny. I can't remember who this one is. I think it's Juicy J. That is correct. Making up names. Making up names at this point. He's a real guy. Juicy J. Yeah. Surprised you didn't take that for yourself. He, uh, <laughs> he, I think he did a show in Des Moines like six months ago or something like that. I'm surprised you weren't there. <laughs> you know, other obligations apparently got in the way. Uh, all right, let's take a look you, around. What is that conversation like? Yeah, I, I can't think of my name. Well, how about Juicy J? I don't know. It's a pretty good rap name, I think. I'm looking him up right now. His name is Jordan, so at least his so, yeah, first name I mean, is a J. It's legitimate name. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as legitimate your, as your name can be when it's Juicy J. Juicy J. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. All right, let's talk about the Big 12. Enough about uh, mid-level obscure rappers. Yeah, of course. Uh, Kansas last night kind of righted the ship a little, get, a little bit against TCU. Obviously, they did that at home in, in Fog Allen, and I... You know, we mentioned it earlier, or I mentioned it earlier, that I think we can take as much away from that game that Iowa State, when Iowa State beat them, we can take mm-hmm. as much away about Kansas as we can Iowa State. And as much as anything that comes down to, one, it confirmed everything we thought about the fact that they, they don't shoot very well. They didn't shoot the ball well even last night against TCU. It got right. back to where you got into Fog Allen, right. you're a more talented team, and you're able to, to pull out a win. I mean, TCU was right there with them for the entire game. Uh, I I think it 
enforces how important uh, Yudoka Azabuke is. And then I, something I said to you on the show last week, and I, we didn't really talk about it very much, but the team looks at certain points like they just don't know what they're doing. Right. And I think that there, that really came to roost against Iowa State. You still saw it again last night. I think it makes it to where you understand a little bit more maybe why Bill Self didn't want LeGerald Vick to come back to school very badly. And it, it all is personified. I have never seen a team that's supposed to be as good as they are go back out on the court with six players. Great and it's point. just to have no aware, like there's they don't. No IQ there's, there. there's no awareness. It seems like it seems like they don't communicate very well. Yep. The leadership. I'm not. Sure. Bill Self talked about that a lot in his post game press conference. I think there's some serious hurdles that Kansas is going to have to get over, and we've seen this before with this team, but it's more been on the basketball side of things, like what's actually happening with people making shots, like trying to figure out their rotation, that kind of thing. This is more, I think, about leadership and just not having the right guy in the program not having that frank mason that perry ellis that Devonte graham type guy to to kind of push you through well they got spoiled forever yeah i mean just think of the lineage they've had since like oh five you know where it started with a a mario chalmers and it got into a sharon collins and it got into a frank mason then a Devonte graham like they've had that lead guard that bulldog to really take the reins and even when things went poorly they've had somebody to give the ball to and just go hey go make a play and now who is it I mean, Dotson's a nice player. Grimes is a nice player. But Vic, he's pretty hot and cold. And so they're as vulnerable, and I know we say this every time on January 10th, whatever it is, they're as vulnerable, but they seem really vulnerable this year. Yet I don't know if there's another team in the Big 12 that's really primed to take advantage of that. I thought West Virginia the last two years would have been with their guards and the way they could they could score and defend and everything they can do. They're not there this year. I watch Tech, and I like Tech defensively. I don't know if they have enough on offense to really challenge Kansas, but I think Iowa State's there too. And so it's a three-person race, in my opinion. The, the, the Iowa State losing against Baylor is a knock on them, yet they're still there. I mean, technically they're still tied for Kansas at 2-1. and one. Tech's got the edge right now. We'll see. I, I just And when's te- Tech's been on the road once, right? Right. They've had two home games yeah. in there, and – you know, they're I, good. I, they're, I would not be surprised at all to see. I mean, I think Iowa State will hold serve at home. Well, it, and it, 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 I'll be honest. I would not be shocked if it came down to the last game of the regular season in Hilton Coliseum, Iowa State and Texas Tech. It's very possible. What I like about Tech is they guard, which travels yeah. everywhere, and then they have two really good go to players in Culver and Mooney. You know, I watched Mooney, he's a kid from South Dakota. On uh, and they they were in a dogfight on Tuesday night with Oklahoma, but he made a lot of plays down the stretch. And when push comes to shove, who do you give the ball to? And I think that's a question that's going to arise for Iowa State. You've seen different bodies. You know, ideally it's probably Wigginton first and foremost. But you saw him make a shot against Oklahoma State on the road, miss a shot against Baylor. So we'll see what happens. But honestly, talent-wise, Iowa State is right there with everybody. And so it comes down to the last two minutes, who executes? Iowa State did it against Oklahoma State. They did not do it against Baylor. But there's nothing. Kansas is not so far head and shoulders above like they were when the you know referenced 0102 and they went undefeated that Iowa State can't compete with them. And you know, I think that's a big game coming coming up, Texas Tech, and then Iowa State goes to Kansas. I don't think it's out of line that Iowa State will compete in that game either. 
It's time to start the year, the new year in a new Chevy at Iowa's number one dealer for all brands, Carl Chevrolet. Right now, all 2018 and 19 Silverado 1500 Crew Cab, Crew Cab LTs are supplier priced. Or get up to 16% off select 2019 in-stock Equinox models when financed with GM Financial. Plus, with the largest inventory and selection of new Chevrolets in Iowa, over 2100, the selection has never been better to choose from. And with more incentives on all new Chevys than any other dealer in the area, let us be your dealer for life at Carl Chevrolet. Find new roads and experience why Iowans drive a Chevy from Carl Chevrolet or find details and pricing online 24 hours a day at carlchevrolet.com. And back to you know what we were talking about with Kansas. Yeah, but even them, and then well, let me get your opinion. K-State, where are they at right now? Obviously no Dean Wade. Came back Sounds like 20 down. Back. Sounds like he'll be back in the next 10 days they, or so. Probably not those Saturday against Iowa no, State. No. But they're a team that still, I mean, I looked at their numbers, and you look at, you watch some of that yesterday, it's like they got some guys. They, they're, they're not deep at all, but they're first, when Wade comes back, they're first six, I think can compete with anybody in the conference. And, you know, Saturday is an interesting game. That's a game Iowa State needs to win if you want to be there first week of March trying to win the championship. Yeah, and I think. It's going to be a good game because they've got some guy, some guards. I mean, Barry Brown is is tough. Still really good. Kyle Stokes is really good. Um, uh, Xavier Sneed is still a really good player. That's going to be a tough game. I mean, just they play. That's another team that defends well. They do, you know. So you know that at, they're they're an elite defensive team because they have an elite coach uh, on the defensive oh end. Boy. Here in, we go. In Bruce Weber. Just want to make sure and yeah, keep uh, reminding ham- hammer that home for everybody. And like, Steve Prohm even said it today in his media availability. And Cartier Jara has not played well at all this year, but he's still a, a yeah. guy. I mean, he's, he can he can he can fill it up every once in a while. If they get eighteen from a girl on Saturday, Iowa State's in trouble. I mean, that's a guy who scored eighteen against West Virginia, but still, that's a game Iowa State should be a you know seven to ten point favorite. I think on Saturday they got to get that done. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the rotation looks like for Iowa State. I don't know if Cam Lard's back or not, but game time decision. Yeah, you look at 11 a.m. Get it done. You go to three and one. You set yourself up in a good position through through the first quarter, you know, of the of the Big 12 season. K State's a game at home that you need to get. Yeah, I mean, I think that they, I think they'll win the game. I would be surprised if Dean Wade plays. Just based yeah. on the way from the things that I was saw Bruce Weber was saying after the game last they, night. And they beat Iowa State in Ames. They swept them last year, right? Yeah, that was the game when we were at Jerry Lawler's. <laughs> That's right. Well, I don't think you were there, were you? I was, I was, I was not. I was at the official bowl game function. Yeah, the last time Kansas State came to, came to Ames, Chris was walking around with Jerry, Jerry Lawler's crown on his head. He's sitting over. Didn't he's he get, not listening. Didn't he get into it with like a patron, like try oh, to steal? I did. Uh, you did. I did. Yeah, he was trying to put, on, steal the, put on the king's robes. Yeah, unacceptable. And Chris and I uh, had to go full bouncer mode, and <laughs> I thought we were gonna have to fight him. That would have been. That you had the else. reach on Williams, at least. Yeah, that's that's. Chris is the he's the instigator, and I'm the I'm You're the, the finisher. He's he's giving me a look so, like he thinks like he thinks he could actually fight someone. You have a. Diet Coke on the line right now. Who are you picking to win the Big 12? I think I'm going to go with Texas Tech, to okay. be honest. I like it. Because I, I think 
I, I, I agree. It's going to be tough for anybody to beat them in Lubbock just for yeah. the how well they defend, and then yep. that same factor is what's going to take help help them win some games on the road. I, but you know what? I wouldn't be shocked at all if the Big Twelve champion this year was thirteen and five. Thirteen and five, something like yeah. that. Yeah, and I think Iowa State, if they can, in that conversation, they're going to be right there. They're, I think they'll finish thirteen and five, twelve yep. and six. That's why I said I, in Kansas, they're still going to be right there too. I, I would not be surprised at all. That's like probably I the said, three if though. It comes down to that one game. I mean, Texas looks like looks like a pretender to me, especially after they lost. Oh yeah, on, yeah, yeah. That team, Oklahoma's the only other one, that, and that's and even then, they're I, a reach. I, yeah, that's a that's a reach. Good I stuff. Think. Yeah, for sure. Thanks to Connor Ferguson again for coming on to talk some Iowa State women's hoops with us. Thanks to Chris Williams for helping us kick off the show. Thanks to our friends at Mechdyne for being the presenting sponsor of the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show this winter. And then thanks to Whiskey River and Ankeny for being the home of the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show. We'll talk to you guys again next week. You're listening to Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. From the Wild Rose Casino and Resort Studios, this is 1460 KXNO, Des Moines Sports Station, KKTM HD2, KXNO.